Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Welcome. You're going to start again? Yes, goddammit. All right. All right. So listen, real quick, uh, on yesterday's episode, Andy and I ended uh, the episode where I said I have to go take a shit. Uh, to be continued, here we are. So I went to the bathroom. I went to my room. From the time I pulled my pants down, got on the can, gave birth to my chocolate child, wiped my ass and pulled my pants back up, I was on the can for a minute and 15 seconds. I'm on my way back down to Andy's room. He texts me and goes, don't rush back because now I have to take a shit. I said, dog, leave the door cracked. I'm, on my, I'm already on, on my way. I come in. This nigga's on the toilet for 20 minutes. I want to know from people like you, because a lot of people do this. My brother used to do this. What the fuck are y'all doing where you're on the can for 20 fucking minutes? A shit should be in, out, bada boom, bada bing. Keep it moving. What do y'all be doing in there? Okay, first of all, it wasn't 20 minutes, but here's here's the thing. Number one, this is this is what you never understood uh, as as from being a dad mm-hmm. is that sometimes taking a shit is the only time you have any time to yourself. Okay, so you go in there and that's where you make yourself comfortable for a few minutes. Number one, that's not what happened though. Today. I could tell this is going to be a no, shit storm of a shit story. It's not what happened. I'm going to tell you the shit story. So you left. I did a couple things here, and then I was like, you know what? I need to take a shit. So I went to the bathroom and I texted you while I was in the bathroom. Hey, I'm taking a shit now. Don't rush back. And then you text back, I'm already on my way. Leave the door cracked. So that meant in mid-shit, I had to stop, wipe my ass, flush the toilet, wash my hands, go to the door, put the little thingy in so that you could come back in, go back, sit down, and nothing happened after that. So I sat there waiting, hoping to get that the, the, the second part out. And now I'm just sitting here uncomfortable knowing I have like an unfinished business. Like so it, you pinched a loaf and you still got half in you? Yeah, I think about a quarter. Like I think I got three-fourths out. Well, why did you just push it out while you was in there? I don't push. You let it naturally let just... just... Let it come out, man. Damn. I'm not, fi- I'm, not, I'm not fighting with myself. So you don't do the... No, man, that's bad for you. Who says who? 
doctor's life? That's I've bad. never heard that. It's bad for you. I've supposed- at times pushed and I went, you know when you go, and your head shakes and you feel like you're about to black out? Yeah, that, that's when you're about ready to give yourself like a stroke or a heart. You, you could, People die on the, you know every year hundreds of people die taking a shit? I would pushing. love to know the statistics on that. I, We'll have to pull. The, I'll have it for you next week. Please have some shit stats for me. But I'm going to tell you, people die. In the, that's not where I want to die. I want shit stats and ass analytics. <laughs> okay, you ready to start this movie? Yeah, <laughs> man. All right, listen. Uh, one of my favorite movies was on earlier today, and I always praise this fucking movie because I love it. I think Ray is one of the best movies ever. Yeah, um, it's good. One of my favorite scenes is that scene where Regina... Uh, Regina, Regina, oh God, don't do this! The black, beautiful actress. You know I don't remember names. Two two seven. Yeah, I know. I want to say Regina Hall. Oh, Aries, don't do this. Can you do your Jew thing? And oh no, your phone's over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. This, IMDb. God damn it! Oh no, all I gotta do is this. Uh, I can't believe I'm fucking doing this. The cast of the movie Ray. I can't even remember the lead. And, and, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, I couldn't remember his name. You, I, when I, when someone, at, when I need to remember a name, it's not there. Regina I mean, King, I, God yeah. damn it! That scene where Regina King calls Ray at his home in L.A. and he tells her, "What you crazy with my wife and kids?" And she gets drunk, and she's drinking during the recording session, and her and Ray get into that fight, and Ray goes. Forget that. I'll, he goes, Ray, how are we going to do the song? You just threw the girls out. Man, forget that. I'll take care of the girl part and find me an old Johnny girl. And he goes, Last night when I heard you say, Do, 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 do. Oh, Johnny, when you know my name is Ray, that's why I believe. I love that fucking scene. I actually want to play that scene for you real quick because uh, it's truly one of my favorite scenes. All right, here it is, right here. Last night you were dreaming and I heard you say Oh Steve Welcome to that kind of episode uh, this gonna be a good one, man. Steam is coming off these motherfucking papers. Let's do it. Uh, but before we do it, I, I want to address this nigga who I blocked off my Instagram. Um, and I want people to understand this. L- l- listen, the history was when I got into that fight with Corey Holcomb at the radio station, uh, at the, the fifty one fifty with Zoe. Uh, all of his people call me the gooey raccoon. That's what they call me, nigga, the gooey raccoon. Um, you can laugh. It's funny. I am laughing. That's gooey record. Uh, but this one nigga who clearly was a fan of his, he starts off with the with the with in my DM, a gooey raccoon. Give me the link to your podcast. Where can I find it? And I had to respond to him in your mother's pussy, nigga. But then I gave him the link, motherfucker. (laughs) Support the goddamn show. So he would have this thing where he would check in with me. And give me these backhanded compliments. And go, man, you and Andy, y'all podcast is the best shit out. Y'all motherfuckers is good. I love y'all, you fat motherfucker. So, <laughs> so, you know, 
I said, yeah, whatever. Thanks for listening. So as I was leaving to come here to Indianapolis, uh, I, I four in the morning, I'm reading a, a Instagram DM from him, and he goes, uh, and yeah, man, another thing, you need to stop uh, pumping up Patrice so much. Man, I watched Elephant in the Room. That nigga not even in my top 15. You be praising that nigga. He ain't even that funny. You should smack yourself, nigga. So finally, I hit him back, and I said, hey, look here, man. Um, first of all, comedy is subjective. So just because you don't find him funny don't mean he ain't funny. But I tell you this, if you was to poll 100 people and they saw his work, his body of work, I guarantee you 90% of them would say he's in the top five. Matter of fact, he's right there damn near with Chappelle. So because you don't like him, that's fine. But let me do this, nigga. I'm about to block you. Because there's a difference between laughing with me and laughing at me. And you're one of the most disrespectful ass niggas I've ever come across. And I know by this time, people that listen to this podcast, I don't mind a good joke. I'm a comedian. I'm supposed to laugh at a good joke. If you got something to say about me that's funny, I'll be the first motherfucker to give it to you. Hat tip, nigga. You know, I, I said this before. Back when Patrice, uh, back when Shaq had his show, which was kind of like Daniel Tosh's show, where basically he reviews home videos and makes jokes. I remember he had me, Godfrey, and Gary Owen as guests, and Shaq's the host. And I told Shaq this, and he was dying. I said, hey, man, this dude on Twitter told me back when I was, you know, a little bit heavier, Aries, you got the physique of 10 fat bitches hugging. And Shaq died, rightly so. So we can laugh at me, uh, but you can't maliciously try to act like you you cool with me and disrespect me. And this nigga listened to the podcast. I was trying to find his name in my phone, and I couldn't because I remember I blocked his motherfucking ass. But, dog, if you listening to this, come at me with respect, nigga. Don't disrespect me. And all that fat goo, you got malice in your heart. You, you, you trying to tell me you like our podcast, me and Andy are great, and, and you, like you with us, and you being nice and complimentary, but you being disrespectful. You fat motherfucker, you gooey fat fuck. Smack yourself, nigga. You, you, you trying to be complimentary, but you being disrespectful at the same time. So fuck you. If, if, if you want to keep listening, keep listening. I already got your money, nigga. We get paid from this. So you're a subscriber. Hey, dirty. Baby, I got your money. Got your money. Dirty. I got your shit, nigga. And I seen your picture. Your waistline is bigger than me. Your mix section looks like a uh uh a what you call a keg, nigga. You built like a propane tank. Propane tank. At ease, cocksucker. Now it's your turn. <laughs> Here we go. This is from Wendell Barris the third. I'm Wendell Barris the third. Anytime you got a number in your name, you a regal ass nigga. When I come, I don't orgasm i cream my semen is made of a hollandaise sauce with jalapenos and capers all right wendell barris the third what's up aries much love and respect to you homie uh i am a 90s baby but i've been up on your shit since shaq's all-star comedy jam i feel like hollywood is not giving you a fair shot whatsoever but you're one of the realest homes can't buy integrity I just started listening to the podcast about a month ago, and I've caught up on almost all episodes. What I've gathered from the podcast 
is that you're pro-black, militant, and all for your peoples. I don't agree with you on all your opinions, but needless to say, I still agree with you a lot of what you say when it comes to racial issues. Now my problem, to borrow from Bill Burr, oh, gee. With Andy is that he's a typical, and he puts in caps, white boy. He acts like he's listening, and he'll, ca- and he'll latch on to one thing in your argument. And just like every other caps, white boy, he'll try to play city slicker and try to box his way out of the corner by nibbling on that one point until you can finally say fuck it. Whatever, say fuck it. Whatever which is what most white boys do. Once again, he's the typical white dude latching on to niggas for his personal gains and vanishing once he used a motherfucker up and can't get shit out of them. Now, let me just stop reading right real quick because I got to do this. Dog, you're wrong. Andy's not. I don't know where you get that assessment. Saying that he uh, latch on niggas for personal games and vanishes once he uses a motherfucker up. Me and him almost been rocking for going on three years. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe you done using me? Nah, man. All right. So yeah. you got more shit. Yeah, than... you got you got you got more. In okay. There. All right. Um, you dug into his ass on episode eighty six, and he tried to crawfish his way out by saying that slick shit about black soldiers dropping nukes on motherfuckers as if they had a choice. Uh, if they had a choice, in caps, fuck this white cocksucker. I believe he secretly is a Trump supporter because he can't pick a side. Much love, Aries. Can't wait till you come down to the South, Louisiana. And Andy, I haven't watched your stand-up. Don't know if you're funny or not, but don't give a fuck. I just know you a punk-ass cocksucker. Fuck you, Andy. Suck a dick, bitch. What is this, Velvet? Man, I thought he was making some valid personal points until he just became a bitch and just started saying shit. Like, just talking shit about... You, you can say that you don't agree with me. You can say that you don't even like my approach. But then you just called me a fucking bunch of names, so... White boy! And you can call me white boy. I'm white. Fucking white boy. But, uh... Man... Honestly, the way he came at me at the end... I Cocksucker. I don't even have anything for him. Fuck you, bitch. If, if that's the best you could do, then you didn't really have anything that you're mad at me about other than you hate yourself. Well, listen, man. Like I said, uh, uh, and for Wendell Barnes the third, that was very non-Wendell Barnes the third sounding. Dude, I, I just don't, I, I don't get... One, you said something. You don't know my comedy. You don't know if I'm funny. You don't give a shit. You don't know me, number one. Number two... Uh, I stuck with my opinion. Uh, I continue to stick with my opinion on how I feel about everything. Uh, I don't uh, always take a side because I, I try to see a perspective from everybody's side. Even even your fucking, the person that you hate the most, Trump. And let me just tell you, Trump isn't, and I'm going to say it again, isn't the problem. If you think getting rid of Trump and getting rid of Trump. Here's a little bit. Here's a little bit. Here's a little bit. Go ahead. What? Okay. Yeah, no, no. Okay. I, I'll give you that. But you... Uh, you get rid of Trump, and you and that's not the finish line. That's not even the, the barely the starting line. I, I just don't understand. Listen, okay, here's here's one. I'm going to give you one that I just saw right now, and this is this is where people get mad at me and this Trump shit. Trump, when there was fire forest fires a few years ago in Los Angeles that were bad, he said, "Well, like other countries, we're not, we're not doing the we're not taking the money. We're not going out and cleaning out the uh, the you know raking out the the de- dead leaves and getting rid." of... And 
like they do in another country. And I brought up whatever country he brought up. And then they said, uh, uh, that's not what they do in the other countries. Now, right now, there's forest fires going on. And they're, they're, and the, the uh, people, the what are the... Firemen? Not the firemen, but the, the people who take care... Well, firemen, but also the people who take care of uh, the forest and stuff like that. The, the, the environmentalists. Oh. The environmentalists. Uh, they're saying that part of the problem was is they haven't spent any money on clearing out all the excess debris, the dead trees, the dead leaves, that there's uh, piles of uh, dead leaves 10 feet tall, and that's what's causing all these fires right now uh, that are to be so bad and to burn. Well, Trump said that. And because of hatred for Trump, something that he said that probably could have stopped fires right now, you want to call that bullshit because you hate Trump, but now people in California are dealing with the fires. Just because someone is, even the most racist person might have an idea, not saying that we have to embrace the racist, but don't cover yourself up and cover your ears to something that could help. They should have been doing some brush clearing. They should have been doing some other things, but this that became a Trump issue. We made it a Trump issue. That's not a Trump issue. That's what I'm saying when I'm saying he's not, he is the symptom not the problem we have a problem in this country that's so big that needs to be uh handled in a different kind of way and if you think that i that i'm uh nipping at that i i, I admit to it wholeheartedly but i don't but you just call me all the shits you call me i don't even give a fuck what happens to you man i don't i hope you get caught in the fire white boy fuck that shit you I, cocksucker white boy yeah that, that's the best <laughs> he had for me listen wendell um like I said, brother, I understand where you're coming from, but a little bit of it is misplaced. Uh, and, and he's not a user, man. He ain't, he ain't, I mean, really, if he used, listen, we useless to each other. Cause <laughs> We're not doing anything for either one of us. Because listen, he's a Jew who can't tap into the resources we need, and Hollywood is run by these motherfuckers. And I'm not where I should be because I'm so, yeah, brother, um... So what is there that he can gain from me other than the ability to get some stage time on a consistent basis uh, and make a little bit of dough? Um, and- I, I was getting stage time, though. I was, yeah, But, I mean, it's better. It's more consistent right. with you. Right. Uh, but something he said there, and this is why I said because he doesn't like himself. When he said a white boy who taps into, some, into blackness to get what they want, right. somebody did that to him. Because that's something that he's saying. Right. That's some bullshit that he has that he's mad at something that's happened to himself. Because th- there's there's no valid reason to throw that at me. That's something that you went through on your own. Right. Fucking figure that shit out. Figure that shit out. And it ain't like, it ain't like you know... I, I mean, again, Kevin Hart is the, the, the crescendo. He's, he's, the, he's the, the, what is the, top, the top of the crop. I'm not even Mike Epps, nigga. You know, Mike Epps works consistently in movies and projects. So it ain't like Andy's going, oh, that role for me is coming any day. Because, nigga, I'm not doing that. And like I said, this motherfucker said on the WAP episode that he knows billionaires. And I went, I wanted to punch him in his mouth. Like, nigga, what are we doing struggling? You, you, you got billionaire connections? So it ain't that kind of relationship. He's not that kind of a dude. Um... I would just say, you know, maybe, you know, come at him with a different energy, man. Like, you know, that was a little harsh. No, man. Take when do the third? Take care of whatever your problem is and then get back to me and we'll figure some shit out together. All right. Uh, 
Let's keep I it can't moving. even be mad at. It. I mean, I mean, I'm you were a little bit. No, I, I, no, no, I, 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 I got to be honest. I feel sorry for him. In a you way. had an R. Kelly moment. I felt your temperature rising. <laughs> All right. I just don't get that. All right. Well, let's keep it going. This is from Gerard, either Gerard or I think it's Jared. Jared W. Uh, episode one eighty three. Man, I have to tell you that episode 183 when you guys were arguing about the NBA and what it has done to stop police brutality made me fuming angry at Andy. I could not believe that Andy would argue that the NBA's supposed progressive stance, Black Lives Matter, on a jumbotron or community service is change. Black Lives Matter is a political movement that is cooped by the Democratic Party and really has not represented substantive 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 holy shit y'all know what it is a lot of me change outside of veneer for liberals to feel good they've done good work but not at the level where they are forcing anyone's hand i agree with you aries the players pump faked on a real opportunity to make change to shift consciousness and to work in concert for a a collective goal to stop injustice uh, to go back from potentially canceling a season that already is not as lucrative to the NBA owners due to COVID would have at least sent a message that could have reverberated, uh, that could have reverberated. It would have potentially inspired others in sports and entertainment. The main areas where black people have collective economic power to also do something similar. Think about that impact. Yes. The players are, the players hurt the cause, uh, if the Montgomery boy, bus boycott was canceled because the leaders decided not go through with it, the civil rights movement could have ended right there, and we may have never made any strides forward as a result of that movement. Either Andy is an idiot to not understand this, or he is so entrenched in white supremacist thinking that he thinks that it is normal to say what he's saying. Jared. See, now Jared, I could have a conversation with. Yeah, because he ain't call you yeah. a cocksucker. Like, well, okay. So let, let's get back. White to, boy. Yeah, let's get back to what you said, though. Um, and for the record, I agree with him. I, I, I said it. I know, but here, let's let's do this. Uh, when we're talking about Montgomery and the boycott of the bus system, what were they boycotting? The right to be able to sit where they want to sit. Okay, so there was a, 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 it was a civil rights movement, but it was there was an agenda. What was the agenda for the NBA? With Black Lives Matter? Yeah, well, to boycott, what was the agenda? What was the agenda that they wanted? What were they going to accomplish? By boycotting. Yeah. I'm not saying that they wouldn't have accomplished anything by boycotting. What was the agenda? But we will never know that because they didn't go through with it. But then this is what my, my point was that I think it's missed because it sounds like I don't think that a boycott would work. That's not what I was trying to say. That boycott, I didn't feel was at the right place. They need it, it, to well, do this. What other place could it be? To do this right, they need the NFL. They need the NBA. They need everybody. everybody. I, 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 I said, said that. that. Yes, but they need Avengers it. Assemble and a collective idea of what it was going to cause. Because you're not boycotting basketball. You're not boycotting football. You're boycotting the intrinsic racism of the United States. And there's a way to do that. But it has to be a clear message and it has to come out. And the reason I was saying the NBA wasn't the place to start with it is because those are the voices. The owners of that 
are more progressive than the owners in the NFL and in the in in the in baseball. And those are the people's voices that you can use because if you say you want to use those uh, that that influence, that's the influence that you could use. Listen, I think that you could go to the owners. I think people in sports could go to the owners and and we're seeing it right now when they talked about football today, they talked about the coaches and some of the owners. The movement is there. I mean, it, it can it can happen, but it needs to have a clear cut way of moving forward. Just a boycott. What are you boycotting? That's that was my. That's what I didn't get to. What are you boycotting? You're not boycotting basketball. I said that you're boycotting. You're not boycotting sports. You're boycotting the treatment of blacks in this country. Okay, but let me stop you for a second. You see what you just said? That's what I didn't say. You just said that. That's what I didn't get to. That's how important it is to make sure that when you say shit, you got shit together. Because one missing link can change the whole message. That's why I'm saying when, you know, uh, when people like Marcellus Wiley or, you know, uh, people like him, Mike Epps, say the things you say. Even if your intention is, 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 is well. You got to put them words together right because it throws everything off. So that's on you. That's your fuck up. I said, he, no, I, but you I, just said it. Okay, you didn't get to it. You didn't. You didn't articulate what you meant to articulate. No, because we were arguing about it, and I never got to that point where that is the point. You have to have a clear cut direction. There has to be some type of leadership. It can't just be. This is what we're going to do. We, there needs to be a direction. Well, there listen, needs to be this, a, mo- a movement. But this is why I'm saying we don't know what that was because they never did it. But it can still happen. It doesn't have to just. It doesn't have to go away. Now, there's leaders right now that can be working for this, approaching owners in, in sports. This can happen. I'm not saying that it shouldn't happen. It needed to happen in a way that could be most effective, which I didn't think this was organized enough to be effective yet. No, I think that if they had done it with everybody involved... But not everybody was involved at the time That's yet. the problem. But, th- but th- th- at this point, it shouldn't even be up for debate about everybody being involved. It, this, should, this should happen yesterday. Th- th- they, I saw on the news where it said, uh, or maybe I saw it on social media, where uh, a couple of... Uh, arenas football arenas they were booing the players for locking arms yeah they they, they were booing it, it so it's like really so y'all again y'all want us to get on the field you want us to get on the court we, you want us to entertain you but you won't even understand what this is about and you don't give a fuck and that's ridiculous it, that was one of the mo- i was embarrassed as a human to see that because all there, all were there, there was nothing in there besides people banding together to say we're one, and that was too much. And that was too much for them. They shouldn't even be allowed to watch football. Or That's why I'm saying it's time to take shit to the okay, next level. But here, listen, hear me out. Then we're going through COVID right now. These are these are games. But you say you saw there's no one in the stands. Yeah, there's, we're doing basketball. We're doing hockey. We're doing baseball. basketball with cardboard cutouts. What if we get things normal again? What if we get things to the point where things are going, okay, now we're going to have a basketball season. Now we're going to have a football season. Now we don't have money coming from the government to support billionaires that have teams that haven't been able to pay their rents on their stadiums or their employees. Now it's about business. We're ready to go. And the players, the entertainers, 
all banded together and say, well, we're not starting to see, uh, uh, we're not starting a season until we have this contract with America, until we can go. Because the, one of the things when you try just to legislate, we, we have the laws in place that this shouldn't be happening. It's not just about the laws. It's about demands being met by the, the, from the public, from the individual to the government. Right. I got to implement. This is why he's a fucking genius. Dave Chappelle's joke from from uh, for what it's worth, the Showtime special, you know, the founding fathers as they was writing the Constitution. All men are created equal. Nigger, get me a sandwich or I'll kill you. Justice, liberty. So when you go, these laws, have they've been in place. Right. They've been in place. So it's not just about passing a law. It's about changing the way, the thought process of this country. And I'm going to tell you, right now, everybody's in this, in, in, in a half-hearted way. I mean, you have attention because people don't have anywhere else to look because we're in this COVID thing. Right. But if we thought shit was going to roll out and was going to get normal, and then the season didn't start right. because of this, and there was organization, there was a group, there was it was together, it was one movement. It's not just black, it's not just white, it's not it's it's a group, it's a movement of progressive people to change how this country is right. run. Now we have something just to go at it, and now you have voices too. Now you were talking about billionaires. You could get ownership behind this. You could if, if they were part of it. And they were part of changing the landscape. That would change everything. The way we're, the way this was happening, there wasn't a movement of all of this coming together as one group. It was, it, it was definitely heard. It was definitely being seen. But I think that there's an opportunity to do this in a bigger way and having everyone, everyone involved to make this change. This could, I think this is, that could be the sea change. I don't think that that was, the mo- that was the moment. And that's all I felt. I felt it was being one taken on the NBA shoulders, which, again, and I didn't even say this to you on but that. But how long does it take you to do what should be obvious? Well, obviously, it's taken over 240-something years right now in this country. I know, I'm, but I'm speaking to when, when the NBA players said, yo, we ain't playing for the rest of the season. That, that, that whistle, that, that dog whistle should have been heard throughout the sports and entertainment world immediately. Oh. There shouldn't have to be a phone call from the NBA to the NFL to go, hey, this is what we're doing. They should go, yeah, nigga, we've been waiting on this call. Let's go. Okay, but here's the other part of that. The NBA is the third sport in the country. Not that far behind hockey. Not that far ahead of hockey. You're talking I mean. about in terms of popularity? Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's predominantly a black sport. This country right now is getting financed. They're financing the businesses that aren't making money through this through the government right now. I don't see that that is going to be the change. This is a country that works off financial gain, and I didn't see a financial loss in that situation. Really? No. Not you those. don't see that? Nah. How obvious that would have been? No, because this isn't a real this isn't a real win right now what they're doing. This is to to get income. But it isn't the win. It isn't the money that they're normally making. They could take the loss on this. Again, well, they could take it, but for how long? But we're expecting to go into a real season in in next year. But the key thing is we'll never know because they never did it. And the fact that they, 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 they faked it 
They didn't it's, fake it. No, they, no, when I say fake it, I mean the fact they, that they, they didn't get, follow through. But they got things out of this. Voting, uh, using the stadiums for voting. There's money going back into, into the system that it should be. <sighs> Who are you affecting the most when you get rid of the NBA? For instance, when we saw football, you were talking about how they put arms together. Who do we need to affect? You have, the audience that watches the NBA, I think, are probably more on the pro uh, side of change. The people that the NFL, you, you heard them boo. Again, who listen, do we need to affect? Okay, listen. Again, I don't want to say fuck voting because I understand air quotes the importance of voting. But what I'm saying is, okay, let's ride with that. They use stadiums for voting stations. Everything I'm I keep reading on 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 social media and from black people is whether you vote for Trump, which we know is an L for us, or you vote for Biden. It's an L for us. You talk to some black people, Obama was an L for us. So what decade are we talking about? Wait a minute. Was Nixon a win for us? Was Reagan a win for us? Was Clinton a win for us? Let We all know under Clinton, more black men went to prison and blah, 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 blah. So if we're talking about the power and the, the gain is in using arenas to vote, well, we, we've been voting. We, if we go back far enough, we couldn't vote. If we progress to now we can vote again, which day, which decade you talking about? We voted in the 70s. Did it change anything? We voted in the 80s. Reaganomics. Did it change anything? We voted in the 90s. Clinton, more black men in prison. Did it change anything? And this was supposed to be really our first black president. Remember them jokes? Clinton is the first nigga president because he play sax, and uh, got side pussy. We voted in, you know, George Bush. Did that change anything? Kanye West. Bush does not like black people. Katrina. Again, I'm not going to ever shit on Obama, but again, black people go, man, Obama didn't do shit. And he was black. Now we got Trump. And we know how that is. We might get Biden. And we saying that's an L. So clearly voting ain't it. No, that's, this is the wrong approach. This is not the right approach. Here's, here's one of the bigger approaches. You just named all the presidents. The bo- voting, voting for your president, it needs to be done. But that isn't where the change is. The change is in your Congress. The change is electing people from your city who represent you, who look like you, to go to Washington we, we've been to ta- make laws. We've been talking this horse shit since forever. But at some point... It becomes talk. How do we get? How do okay? The it lowest talk. The lowest black turnout was during the last election. The lowest black voter turnout was during the last election, and you got Trump. So voting does make a difference. So does colluding with Russia and tampering with the with the ballots. Right now, they are now there is uh, North Korea is involved in uh, tampering with our election. Uh, China's involved with tampering, and it isn't all. This isn't all one-sided. They don't. They're not. This is where we get messed up. Those other countries, Russia, whatever, they're not colluding to uh, to make America to get the president that they want in America. They don't want America. This is where we have to realize, and this is where one day, hopefully, we can get to the point where we realize that this is America. This is all one. This is supposed to be one team. Yeah, we have different ideas, but it's supposed to be one team. We keep here, and this is why I don't want to get too deep into this, but I also want you to make your points. This is why I hate this conversation because 
Isn't this just starting to sound like rehash familiarity? Is it closer? We, we keep than, saying words. We keep saying words like supposed to. Is it closer than it was before? Okay, it might be, but it ain't where it should be, and we keep doing the same shit. So maybe it's time to go to DEFCON 4. I, I've said that that's going to happen if we don't make changes anyway. Okay, well then the inevitable's coming. Okay. Whatever that might be, then the inevitable's coming. Because we keep talking about this, and we keep saying the same thing. We got to put the right people that look like us, that represent us in the right seats, in the right position We've been doing that. No, but we're. But it needs to happen more. It needs needs to. It needs to. We supposed and it can be done. Can be. It should be. Should be. And it will be. That's the one thing we're not saying. The will be. It will. We've gotten the should be's, could be's, can be's, but we ain't got the will be's. There's no other option. The the other option. There there was, and we did, and we pump faked on it. There was. But what was what was the change? Tell me the change that was going to be made then. Tell we me. don't know because we didn't do it. Because That's the point. If there would have been an end game solution, they would have done it. It wasn't there yet. It can be done now. And it wasn't there yet, and that's our fault. No, this is this – is, I don't think there's a fault. I think the, the right move was to get organized. Okay. And we didn't do that. You don't know what's going on right now behind uh, behind the scenes right now. Technically, I don't. But what do you think is going on for real? I think that they're going to get more. Uh, there's going to be a more political movement with inside of sports in general. Definitely black sports figures in general. I think it has to be. I think the idea that people don't think that they should that that any sports figure doesn't have a right to speak their mind, but anybody else can. That's ridiculous. They have a pl- you have a platform to make change. You use that platform. Every other every other race, every other group of people, everybody would also use their platform. But we're coming to the same point. Use the platform. They've been doing it, but it's been on jumbotrons. It's been symbolism, not actual. It's time to put my boot in your ass. And you, the movement now can do that. I think that they needed a, a, a through line of what was going to happen next. What was the, what was the, ne- how did you know it was going to be, you said they didn't go forward with it. How do you know that that's what they got wasn't what they were looking for? And what did they get? They got money to do more projects through uh, the NBA. They have, uh, I know that they, the, the, the voting, there was other things that are in there. I, I know that there's other parts of the agreement with the ownership agreement of the NBA and the NBA association. But again, this is already a group of people, the NBA, that was already working in this direction. All right. Yeah, yeah, I just think that there's a way to do this and incorporate that power behind the NBA to move this along, to get the owners of the NFL involved, to get the owners of Major League Baseball involved. I think hockey's going to be involved. I think all sports are going to be involved. We'll cut back to this when all of that happens, and I'll either go, damn, you were right, or we'll have the same conversation again. Well, we're ducking bullets and running around because this is this is going to be the... Uh... The inevitable. Yeah. All right. Uh, this one is really at me. Uh, from Glenn Fowler. Uh and I think this was a little bit confusing. Okay. It says from Glenn Fowler, 
But then towards the end, it says Sharon Fowler. So maybe you might be able to help me make sense of this. Uh, Karen Hunter, I have heard you on Karen's show many, many times. The last time I heard you plug your podcast, you asked listeners to help you blow up like Joe Rogan. I gave it a shot. I have to support any positive black experience slash venture. Very offended, disappointed at how freely you use the N-word. I believe if everyone who hears it can't say it, then I shouldn't. If that, let me stop reading. That same old horse shit. That belongs in the same dish with Mike Epps. Cops kill us because they see us kill us. I'm going to expand on that, but let me finish reading this. Um, You way too freely call women bitches. One of your male listeners will think they can do it. Listen, if you do that, then you're the same idiot who thinks that just because you play a violent video game means you will get influenced to go out and commit violence. How What are you, seven? Uh, I hope you don't have a daughter or son when the street use the words on them, don't be mad. No, because my kids will be raised realistically to know that that's part of the universe. Sharon Fowler, P.S. I really wanted to add you to my rotation and remove something else. Um, again, am I talking to a girl or a dude? Because I think uh, Sharon may be Glenn's wife. Because it says from Glenn Fowler, but then it ends with Sharon Fowler. See what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think they might be using the same email thing. I think it's Sharon. Okay, Sharon. Because, yeah, the, the, okay. if this is a dude... Oh, boy, nigga, uh, please untuck your dick from your thighs. <laughs> and you just said it again, too. She, she was listening to you. The M word. No, she's oh, freaking, yeah. yeah. She's well, cr- nigga, 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 nigga. <laughs> I say, nigga, it makes my teeth white. Nigga, 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 nigga. Um, sweetheart, listen, what world do you live in? What Disney world do you live in? Um, at the end of the day, please do not lose perspective as, as to what this is. This is entertainment. Sometimes it's informative. Sometimes it's juvenile. Sometimes it's whatever you get from it is what you get from it. This is a buffet. You know, you, you stick your nose two inches from the steam as you gaze upon, do I want some other pork chops? Do I want tacos? Do I want Chinese noodles? Do I just want jello or apple pie or sweet potato pie? Do I want soup? We serve all that shit. Pick your goddamn dish and move the fuck on. I'm not changing the menu because you don't like what's on it. This is entertainment. If you go see a movie, 12 Years a Slave or any slave movie, you're going to hear the N-word. If you go see an action movie, you're going to see violence, bloodshed, gunshots. Stop taking this shit so fucking seriously. And to say that because other people can't say it, you shouldn't. Get off that slave shit. We created... Something out of misery. Patrice once said, and to you fat nigga if you listening, yeah nigga Patrice. Patrice once said, if black people don't own anything else, we own the right to language. Because of what we've gone through and the hardships, we have earned the right to say whatever the fuck we want. Whereas, to some degree, yeah, white guy can't say what we say. Certain people can't say what we say, but we've earned that right. So, you know, and again, I grew up with parents, you know, like I said, played spades, dominoes, cards, you know, they was animated, colorful niggas. 
Hey, baby, give me more, some more chillings. Nigga, you lying. Shit, Willie. Roll that motherfucker. Did you hear what that nigga say? That's how I grew up. I didn't grow up, you know. You know, Rudy and the Theo to do your homework called Rudy. I didn't grow up like that. So that's, you know, I'm a product of my environment. Um, but, but, but how do you feel about how... I, I get what you're saying, but for her, she thinks it's uh, the word is disrespectful and that if it wasn't used at all, it would it would be gone. Which, do you think it would go... Of it, course not. No, do you know what it would be? The only people who would be using it are racist then. So you're giving the word back to racist. But they use it regardless. No, that's what I'm saying, but you'd be giving it to them. If you didn't, if you didn't use it the way in the well, context black it. men use it... You would be giving it to, the, to well, those guys. First of all, racists aren't giving anything. They take it. Okay. Racists don't, you don't give them shit. They take, nigga. Um, and listen, <laughs> to my real bitches out there, Shannon, Farrah, Shamar, DeAndre Johnson, if I'm saying, they get it. They not, you think Farrah and Shamar and Shannon are that, tight in the crotch they get it they they know what this is they know we love them and praise them and sweetheart i I have a feeling that you haven't really listened to too many episodes you heard one two you got turned off and that was it if you really study this podcast and listen to me you you'll you'll hear the episodes where i praise women to death like i said i you know i may go about it in a in a in a certain fashion verbally but I, I put them on the pedestal when I talk about the episode about the transgenders. And I, and I, I said something about, listen, man, you can't put a Ferrari engine in a Honda's body and, and still call it a Ferrari. You know what I mean? I, I need you, you ripping the guts out. I, if, if to me, you know, be who you are, do what you do. But, you know, there are certain parts, certain engine parts, certain things that make up the, what it is. That make a Ferrari go, the makeup of a woman. Not just physically, certain things mentally and behavior-wise. And all those parts come together to make that motherfucker a Ferrari. And if you go changing and mixing and taking out and putting different things in, it ain't the same. So, you know, come on, sweetheart. Invest in the podcast. Like, Like I said, don't just read a page. Read the book. You might be reading a chapter that got you feeling a certain kind of way. Read the book. You might find out two chapters down. Oh, shit. Okay. Now the whole story's starting to make sense. You know what I mean? I, I tell white boys all the time who go, man, you racist. You don't like white people. Do me a favor. Listen to the podcast, champ. I guarantee you if you start from episode one, by the time you get to the episode of today, You'll have a full perspective on who I am, how I feel, what I do. It's genuine. It's funny. At times, it's smart. You're crazy if you can't love me. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so pretty. I'm the greatest. I'm the best champ. I've never been beat. I fought son to listen to Fraser. I've been knocked down. Never been knocked out. Look at my face. I'm so pretty. Mm, I'm the greatest. I'm so pretty. I'm sexy. Come on, man. I can't like me, nigga. You know, the way you addressed her, and then you started out with, uh, to my real bitches. Yeah. Uh, and the other dude, 
that first email where Wendell Wendell when he just said that I'm I'm using I'm I'm using you up uh, because t- to my advantage right yeah man there this there's an easier there was an easier way for me to go than this right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah 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 I just I, I when I when I heard you say that, I go yeah this is this dude I don't know if he listened to the podcast then there, right. there's a lot of, there's a lot of easier roads that I had than this one listen man. I think sometimes people just tune right in, and and and, I, and, and whenever I promote the podcast, and I, and I don't know if I've ever mentioned this to you, strategically, from a marketing standpoint, I do this on purpose. Whenever women hit me up and go, "Can I get the link to the podcast?" I always tell them, "Hey, do me a favor, sweetie, listen to episode twenty-seven, the Pussy Podcast first, then listen to episodes ninety and ninety-one with Kyla Lacey, because if if I don't say that, my fear is." That they'll just listen to a random episode and feel like her. How dis- disrespectful, bitches, nigga. Ugh. But I'm trying to get you hooked on the coke first. I'm going to give you this for free. <laughs> the Pussy Podcast is to get you wet. It's to get you titillated. It's to pique your interest. And then somehow, if that still ain't did it, now go to 90 and 91. So you can get a woman's perspective Kyla Lacey, intelligent, strong, black, great poem. So between 27, 90, and 91, you hooked on my product. You hooked on the blue magic. Now you, you, you in. I got you. So now you can listen to all them other episodes and hear the vulgarity and the raunchiness. And you go, yeah, but I, I know where he's coming from. It's just part of the story. It's just part of the story. For, for you know, to make up of the book, it isn't defining anything. It, exactly, it's, it's the story. So, so, so again, that's why I, I and when I and when I talk to you know non women, I always want to tell them, hey man, start from one and go in order, because a lot of times people will tune in and go from the most current. Start from one because I want them to follow the the evolution of the show. I, we back before we did the O Steve. It was me going, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. yo, what is that? The dating game. But then we, and now the O Steves are kind of a cute little funny. So we're improving. So I want you to grow and improve with us. So you can go, man, I was there from the beginning. Or I caught it from the beginning. Now I understand. It's a bigger thing going in. We like the fucking Marvel. We like the Avengers. You know, we got, you know, this leads to something. You know, we're going to fight Thanos, and we're going to lose, and then we're going to win. So, come on, Karen. Buck up, baby. Your G-string is sagging. Okay. Our boy, Culture. Kushko. Culture. You know the nigga from yeah, yeah. Toronto. The, yeah. The, on his back, feet and toes up, head on the pillow. Uh, of, of, what's that? Coffee, nigga. Fesca, Cascafe. Nescafe. Nescafe. Nescafe, nigga. He drinks Nescafe next to his bed with his socks. The socks that got the toes in them. (laughs) The individual toes? The the individual toes. And he got his legs crossed drinking Nescafe. Hey, Aries. It's culture from Toronto. This is his watch list. Watch, watch, watch. Ballers with Dwayne Johnson. You ever seen it? Yeah, man. I like. I actually liked it. Never wanted to get into that. I never thought I, I just. It's you know. good. It's good. But I, I'll be really honest. When I'm watching it, I'm into it. Right. But it, like, and then I want to see. It, it doesn't draw me back. Like I watched like five, six episodes, right. 
and then go and it doesn't make me go. Oh, I got to go see what happened there. So it's not that. It's good if you can get if you get into it and it, there's just so much out there, man. There's just so many things to watch. Right. Uh, it's good though. I, I mean, it's funny. Uh, it, it's good. There's okay. a lot of good people in it. I, I, I'll be honest, even as you say all that, I just it's good. Listen. It's worth watching, but it's not my. It's not my like. I have to see that. It's like, hey man, I'm watching TV. I'm looking for something to watch. I would go to Ballers because it's good. Yeah. All right. Number two, Serve It. Season one right now. Season two filming later this year. It's a mystery drama type show. It keeps you guessing. It's shot as if you're watching a movie. Highly recommend this. Serve It, you heard of it? No, I haven't seen it. Never heard of it. The Place Beyond the Pines. Ryan Gosling, Bradley Cooper, Eva Mendez. Never heard of it. Have it's, you? I, just, I can't stand that many good looking dudes in one. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Let me go back to ballers. I, I don't want to watch a bunch of rich motherfuckers living life, and I'm striving to get there, and I'm not there yet. You could either, I guess you could use it either as motivation or you hate it. But, you know, yeah, nigga. Uh, boss, Kelsey Grammer. It's two seasons, but powerful show. Should have continued past two seasons. It's a drama show. It's about Kelsey's character, Mayor Tom Kane, diagnosed with dementia disorder, struggles to keep his grip on the power in Chicago. Is that even on anymore? I haven't heard about it, but... Kelsey... You know that show, though, right? Uh-uh. Yeah. You never... T.I. was on it. Uh-uh, I never saw it. Yeah, I don't even think that's on anymore. No, he said it's only lasted two, episodes, two, two oh, seasons. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't know. And, you know, nigga, T.I., uh... What was that comedy he did where he played a cop with the lady and they were fuck. Yeah, I yeah, T.I., I can't. Um this this is a movie. I I hands up on fucking yeah. Mystic River. Uh crime, drama, thriller, mystery, highly recommend this. You remember this? I saw it and I don't remember it. It's the movie where um Sean Penn's daughter was raped and killed. And he thought Tim Robbins did it. And he was a mobster, Sean Penn. So he wanted to kill Tim Robbins, but he would have ended up killing the wrong man. You don't remember that? No, man. Dude, let me tell you something. I got to watch it again. again. I, I do remember. I, okay. do, I remember that I saw it. I just don't remember it. Again, this is one of those where I go, I ain't an actor. The scene where he, he comes up in the park, I think it's like a Central Park, and there's a thousand cops on the scene. Her body's in this ditch, and he goes, he completely fucking loses it, and it takes a thousand cops to hold him back, and he goes, is my daughter in there? And he's losing it. I don't know if I could do that, man. From what it is you got to draw from to pretend that this actress, who's not your real flesh and blood, has been raped and killed, and it affects you that deeply. He sold the shit out of that, man. Dude, I think you, I think you do that, though. I, I've seen you act before. I think that you put yourself in the position of the character. That not in there. real life. I mean, not, I mean not, not in a movie. In real life, maybe. Like, you know, I'm looking at the toilet, and I'm like, is that my career in there? <laughs> <laughs> that, that may be the funniest thing you've ever said on this podcast. I'm sorry. That's... Is that my career in there? All right. Ordinary People, 1980, Donald Sutherland. Man, that's another one. You Never know, heard of it. Yeah. I know, I, I th- I've heard of it. I just didn't see it. 
Right. Okay. Uh, drama. He said, this is the most underappreciated, overlooked film in history. Highly, highly recommend this. Won four Oscars, another 15 wins, 14 nominations. Hey, Culture, I might have to put that nigga on my uh, to-do list. You know what I mean? Maybe I could eat, drink some Nescafe or a Sanka or a Zima or all the shit cool I, niggas I, don't drink. Dude, he's a chill dude. I like this guy. I like him too, man. Uh, just, I, I'm going to I'm gonna check out those movies. I got to rewatch uh, that Mystic... Uh... I remember some of the scenes from Penn, but I, I just don't... Re- you know, that's the problem, though, too, when you watch things on TV mm-hmm. and other shit's going on around you. Right. I, I, you just... You don't you, you you think you watched it, but you really haven't. Right. Um, oh, shit. Excuse me. That was the last little bit of that fight at the palace. It was security moving some niggas out. Uh... Farah, our girl Farah, man whore, a guy that jumps from girl to girl without remorse. You are what you preach. So I'm a man whore. Is this the part where I feel sad that I moved from pussy to pussy? I don't know how you're supposed to feel about that. What, did she just call you that out of out of the blue? or I mean, she put it in a title, but I know she... I know she means well. Please, uh, sweetie, don't turn into Miss Fowler on me. I think maybe maybe she maybe that's the perception you're giving. She she doesn't want you to have that perception. Okay, well I digress. Uh, Andy, I know your heart is in the right place. I know deep down you really just want us to all get along. However, listening to you try to get your point across really made me realize that you have graduated from the class of pedantic and moved on to grad school with a focus in circum. Lucaution. Lucution. Damn. Okay, got me there. Also, hearing you pretty much say, and before you say your catchphrase, I never said that. Trust me, you pretty much did. I didn't read this before, did I? No, but I like how you said you didn't. You did. You pretty much did. Right. Why should they bite the hand that feeds them? And the NBA is already progressive. Phew. She writes, P-H-E-W. Phew. Andy, how is writing... Black Lives Matter on a basketball court, helpful for the movement, or having jerseys with say her name on the back, but not approving the actual name Breonna Taylor, or Sandra Bland, or Atina, Atiana Jefferson. Remember her? This shit happens so often, we leave folk off the roster. Yes, the, the NBA actually denied that request. I didn't even know that shit. Okay. I didn't either. <laughs> to you. What is helpful is getting rid of qualified immunity for cops, but that won't happen because the Supreme Court struck down even hearing a case about it this year. Qualified immunity is designed to protect all but the plainly incompetent or those who knowingly violate the law. Law enforcement officers are entitled to qualified immunity when their actions do not violate or clearly establish statutory or constitutional right. No one even remembers that ruling from the Supreme Court, and it happened back in June of this year. Probably, people probably didn't pay attention to it because they were distracted by whatever sideshow Trump was up to or whatever sports or pop culture trend was hot at the time. In fact, wasn't it back in June when the NBA announced their plans to return and be all woke for the remainder of the season? What the NBA and other player, players, what the NBA and other sports leagues are doing are methods of quieting the mob. 
doing things for pacifying efforts. That one day protest was not only weak, but it showed that we that we all aren't on the same page. Fucking surprise there. And we look silly to those counting, continuing to oppress. Miss me with your, but they care. They care about their pockets, as does the rest of the world. Now, she moves on to talk about Black Panther. Is there anything you want to address? Oh, that. Yeah, yeah. We can start. I like how she said, before you uh, say, I didn't say it. And then she said, but you basically did. Yeah. What I said was, and you have been called me out for saying it, but I said, bite the hand, it's helping you. Uh, I wasn't saying to feed you because I understand what, what, what that would have meant. But my point to this is, and she said it, we're not all on the we're not all on the same page. It showed that we're not all on the same page. That was my point. All has to be on the same page. This is a movement. If you want it, if this is going to work. It needs to be together. When you talk about the NBA, listen. This is where I haven't heard one person bring it up, so I'm going to bring it up. It, the NBA went through a problem similar that no one I haven't heard anybody really talk about. Uh, with Callan Kaepernick when it was uh, Abdul Rahouf. Mahmoud Rahouf, Abdul Rahouf. Rahouf. I was going to bring that yeah, up okay. to you. Yeah, and they had to address, they've addressed, they, they had worked on addressing this years before, and they let him come out, and he did, he had, a, they, they had a standing policy, but he was able to bow his head and, and pray and do, put his own protest on there, and then they had, but his career, honestly, he was, honestly, I've read a lot about him. His career was ended basically after that. He only played a few more years in the right, but NBA. Let's be, let's be clear. Let me give you some more context. For those of you who might or may not remember, Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf played with the Denver Nuggets, one of the dopest sharpshooters ever. Curry I mean, before Curry. Bef- Curry before Curry. Reggie Miller during Reggie Miller. Um, and short. Right, and short. And at first, he wouldn't stand for the national anthem. He didn't come out. Well, no, he came out, no, but no, he just was, he there, sat down. There was a lot of part where he wouldn't even come out. He just stayed. He he wasn't trying to do this to. This wasn't to be a television statement. He got the, it, the reporters are the ones that asked him where he is when the national. Okay, well, was. he graduated from didn't come out to come out, but wouldn't stand. Yeah. Uh, to eventually standing, but still wouldn't recite the words or anything or put his his hand over his heart he would because he was muslim yeah so he would cup his hands the way muslims do when they pray that and, lower and, bow, his and bow his head and it was a religious thing for him and he eventually basically got blackballed out of the nba yeah he was traded the next year traded the next year and as was craig hodges from the chicago bulls that year he went to the white house and his daishiki and his kufi and he was also slowly but surely kicked out of the league. So, again, when you bring up the NBA has been the most progressive, mm. the NBA has dealt with this before any before the NFL was. The NBA has done better doing dealing with uh, protest against. Uh, well, I just I guess just the the kneeling or the I think the kneeling thing. I think that whole protest that the NBA took a stand, I think it's ridiculous. I don't think there's anything. Uh, uh, I wrote actually a, a, a thing about it, and I might even post it on one of our things, but it was, uh, it, it, it's a protest. I, I, I say that if you want to be on your knee because uh, uh, the, the country hasn't lifted you up, I think we should all take a knee until, the, until we all stand together. And, and this is where this gets, I think you're in the right place. We should all get along. What do you, it's not that I think that we all should. I know we all should. 
but we're not. And I get that part too. But am I going to speak on uh, what it's not? I mean, I know that this is the direction that I want to see America go to. I think we all should get along. I don't have this, this hatred that I don't know where this comes from. I don't understand how people even can be this way. But when when I looking at it, I don't I don't get it. And when I'm looking at the NBA and I say they they had challenges, they're working towards something. They are more they're more progressive in their stance. Did I say that the NBA has figured it out? Did I say the NBA was good? I think that I we that there's a potential to use the influence that the NBA has to move the other leagues because the other leagues haven't moved at all. Right. And the NBA has shown the ability to look at what's happening and have some movement. You're still dealing with what it was 99% white owners mm-hmm. in a capitalist system, and it's about the money. But I'm telling you right now, this season wasn't the season because the money isn't there and they're getting handouts from the government, they're still getting their money. You're not affecting these people financially right now. If you want to affect them financially, it's when we think we're all going back into business. That's the effect. So to be continued. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but you you can finish up her letter. I I, I appreciate what she's what she's trying to say, but you you said that I'm going to say I didn't say it, and you knew I didn't say it, and you still put that in there as I said it. So that didn't make any sense to me. Call me out for what I said then. Don't don't waste your time on saying that I'm going to say I didn't say it when you know I didn't say it. You wrote it in there knowing I didn't say it. But you said that I pretty much said it. That isn't what I was trying to get across. I really feel that this is a league that out of all the leagues have made some have made some strides to change. Right. Black Panther. Hear me out for a second before you caveman club me with misogyny. Oh, sir, I hope you're not turning on me, baby. Wouldn't the most logical and respectful heir to T'Challa's throne be his sister, Suri? You said that, right? No, but that's what they were said. No, I, but didn't you mention that? I, I think you did. I don't know. I, I, I mean, that's logical. Okay. She's the one with all the, uh, right. the science background. Now, I don't know jack shit about comic books, and I don't know how it's supposed to go down in the actual comic. Side note, Ares, a fleshlight is some sucker shit, but adult cartoons on paper isn't slightly sucker shit-ish. Fuck at least, <clears throat> fuck at least with the fleshlight, ejaculation happens. Hopefully, probably faster than that two finger rub process you described. <coughs> I digress. Black Panther was the only Marvel movie I went to see in theaters, and goddamn, hearing that Chad died was just adding more prunes to a shitty year. Anyway, Shuri, Suri, if that's her name, Shuri, shit, I'm, oh, I'm fucking it up, made all of T'Challa's gear. And the power really came from the vibranium. So if she became the new Black Panther, it would be a little more be a little more believable that she would be able to kick everybody's ass. Bitch would be powered by Wakanda fuel. On any other male actor stepping in seems disrespectful to Chadwick's legacy. Uh, I don't know if I agree or disagree. I think I could go either way. I think in the comic book genre. Movies, we, we've already we, we brought a Batman. Right. There's been many Batmans, been many Supermans. Right. I don't think it would be disrespectful. I, I do have a comment on what she what she's saying though, right? Yeah, now. but I'm just saying for me as a preference, you know, again, Luke Cage, Falcon, Spawn, Blade, Black Panther. That's pretty much all we got. So I wouldn't. Not that I. I, I 
I would totally mind his sister taking over the mantle. But let's keep the dude we, you know, let's keep him. But he's the Jackie Robinson. But she she made she made a comic book error in there because she said that she she designed the suit, she designed right. everything and she gets his power from the vibrating. But when they fight for the the, the throne of being Black Panther, when Killmonger came out, right. they go through the process of where you don't have any powers. Right, they just fight regular. Yeah, you have to you have to earn the ability to be that Black Panther. Right. So, in order for that to happen, she has to fight with no none of the benefit of 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 the uh, the science behind Your her. Your powers suit. have been slipped away. So. That that that's that's the only thing in the comic book thing. She's gonna have to fight as as a regular person. She's gonna have to fight real and raw. Yeah, and she's gonna have to fight someone like Killmonger. Mother, why are her titties out for the fight? Her bra and claws have been stripped away. <laughs> Do you know uh, how's that for misogyny, dude? Uh, George Lucas, uh, Carrie Fisher in, in yes. Star Wars. You know that that, that yeah. story, yes, because yeah. they she didn't wear no bra and. She, in that bras in space. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. She went, why, why, why don't I have... Yeah, I love yeah. that scene. But that's fictitious. In real life, you know, African women be with their titties out. So one is fantasy, and one is fantasy. <laughs> the bras and the panties have been stripped away. The titties are out. Fight. Utufu, pass me the lotion. Okay. Aries, <clears throat> yes, I would say all that about infidelity because I'm not a busted-ass bitch that has low standards and expectations for her mate. Oh, boy. I may not be shaped like processed meat, and yes, love, Gemstar is shaped like a Mickey D's number four <laughs> with the extra-large soda. Bitch is odd-looking, and when she gets old, she will transform into what looks like an upright 20-pound sack of russet potatoes. <laughs> Definitely not organic. Yuck. Anyways, I get that we will never convince each other of the other's one point. But I can't wait to see hear you hear you I can't wait to see or hear about your energy when you get that son-in-law. Uh remember Tony and Jackie Jr. Uh remember Tony and Jackie Jr. Sincerely, Farrah, I ain't accepting no cheap bullshit queen. You got it, baby. I'm not going to argue with you, mama. Uh, and, you you know, well, then, God damn it, let me die on Mickey D's, nigga. Um, That's, we're, at, we're there. We're in an hour? Yeah. Really? Do you, do you I made you watch Tape Heads, right? Um, no. I thought that was the one with the... Uh... John Cusack and uh, but I didn't watch that. One. Oh man, there's a there's a there's a scene where they're making a Roscoe's commercial, mm-hmm. and there's uh there's, there's this uh like claymation that they did this chicken right on the turntable, mm-hmm. and that's what that's that that I, she's I, I, bugging, I wish she would nigga. look I wish she would look at that. That's, she is that's the look. Bugging, nigga. Um, <clears throat> I want to read this last email, and this is a great way to kind of send us off, uh, and then we'll get into the another one. Um, <clears throat> This is short and sweet on some entertainment shit. This is from uh, Aunt Johnson. Real rap is not on the radio. Yo, Aries and Andy, first off, I got a $10 a lot of money shirt, and it's fire. I need one in black. 
Can you feel it, baby? Andy, make that happen, bruh. I'm listening to 185 of the podcast, and you guys are talking about rap. You need to stop listening to that mainstream rap. You know, I don't listen to that bullshit. That shit is garbage. And for simple-minded people, it has no message or content. And I'm convinced that if you listen to it long enough, your brain might melt. Listen to the God Fahim, Makhami, your old drool, Conway the Machine, West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher, or Spech 38. You wouldn't be disappointed at all. I don't listen to female rappers like that, but Rhapsody and Chi Noir are the truth. Real rap is still alive, but you're not going to find it anywhere on the radio. If you do check them out, let me know what you think. Y'all got the best podcast out. No bullshit. Keep the episodes rolling. Much love, Ann Johnson. I'm not really a listener of hers, but I'm going to tell you who go hard body. Young M.A. And for a long time, I thought her name was Young Ma, but I think it's pronounced Young M.A. And, you know, let's be real. You know, she, 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 she is, she is uh, 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 a snatch snipper. You almost dens out that. Uh, which which part? She she she. All right, she she uh, uh, she. Uh, <laughs> she she hard body nigga, you know. Uh, she got a she got a jock strap. Young and may go hard. Um, but I hear you, brother. But I gotta I gotta tell you who I know proudly. I know two battle rappers in real life, Loaded Lux, and uh, Murder Mook from Harlem. Uh, and I, I, I had to hit Murder up. He, he wants to do a uh, Instagram live with me. Um, you never heard of these dudes, right? Mm-mm. Battle rappers, dude. Murder Mook battled a nigga from Atlanta called Young Hotness. And then somewhere in the song, he goes, uh, "My girl was like, baby, you don't know who this is. This Young Hotness." He said, "I don't give a fuck, son, garbage." And he goes, "I know I'm the greatest. I believe in the hype." That's why every time you hear me, I compare me to Mike. Example, remember when AI shook Mike up out of sneakers? It looked so crazy because up until that point, we didn't think Mike had a weakness. Off that one move, AI got his fame. But let's not forget, Jordan scored 45 and he still won that game. Murder Mook got bars, man. I have to play this for y'all. He was on Funk Flex's Hot 97. And Funk Flex does a thing where they do the, the, the freestyle. And this is why I love New York niggas and New York rap so much. The bravado, the arrogance, the mentality. We don't hold shit back. And at one point, Murder Mook, as the beat comes on, he takes the mic cover off the mic and throws it on the desk and goes, hey, pardon me, man, to fuck flex. He goes, you had a lot of bullshit in front of this. I can't catch what these niggas got. And I fucking loved it. Because what he was saying was, Lil Yachty. There's been some rappers on the Funk Flex freestyle that have been garbage. And Flex, you know, he ain't going to eat a host. So he ain't going to go, yo, that was whack. But you can see it in his face. Like when he like you, Funk is animated. He's smiling. He's like, oh, shit. He's loving your bars. When them garbage niggas spit, he just got a blank look on his face with a halfway grin like this nigga garbage. And again, the politically correct, polite thing to do is to be the host, to be nice. And the fact that murder went, man, I'm sorry, he, like he didn't want to, he took the mic cover off because if he he absorbing that bull, I don't want to catch what these niggas got. He had a lot of bullshit in front of this. And then he goes on to spit fire. I have to do it. I have to do it.
What a great way to end this podcast with that email. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, you know what I'm saying, from Harlem, my man, Murder Moot, Funk Flex. And uh, I'm going to talk to this nigga on Monday, and we're going to do something. This shit fucking fire. Uh, here we go. Yo, we're shaking. It's your boy, yeah. Murder Mook, the easy man. I'm up here with my bro, Funk Flex, about to get busy. Harlem, huh? You know what it is. Funk Flex. Murder Mook is here. Man, hello. Tap, what we like? Like, um... Freestyle 015. Okay, okay. So we're like 015. Okay, okay. We ready. We here. This is what it is. Put the beats on, man. That's, that's what we got up, man. Talk to me, Flex. I'm from Harlem, man. You know it. Hold on, boy. Pardon me. <laughs> you had a lot of bullshit in front of this before, man. I can't catch what these niggas got. You hear me? Okay, I can't. You just pardon me. I'm a Harlem nigga, though. You understand what I'm saying? We get a little more volume up in these joints, a little bit. Check. Look. Talk. I just went to church on Sunday. Then I had to put in work that Monday. See, this kind of model not for the runway. Double M G. These niggas dread the gunplay. Oh, you talking about money? It's outrageous. My niggas mouth rage about clout shit. I'm out in Vegas. I'm betting wild wages, raping the crap table. Johnny Walker bitch right out of a black label. Back when I was a featherweight trying to pedal base. Doctor looking for a fraction, need to catch a break. Had me out there in the streets like I never ate. If a nigga looking like food, he get a metal plate. Or get the fist if I don't blaze. Here feeling for one year, 365 days. Doing 65, running 65 plays. 65 niggas say they live. 65 grays. The bricks fret be running. In 60 days, 355s keep tumbling 50 ways. I can't even count this money, just getting crazy. It's coming so many ways. I'm mumbling, give me space. I turn a pretty day great, 50 shades. Dominatrix with the white girl, whip a slave. If you ain't got the product, you ain't getting paid. That white girl got a show first, nigga Ricky Lake. Flex my blicky, say it's gonna be a licky day. Three little piggies on who Mickey, I'ma pick the day. Iffy acting iffy in the jiffy, let them tricky spray. If a nigga miss, okay, kill him from the ricochet. If he live in the city, we find out where them niggas. House party visit way, niggas think I'm kidding play, money's 9-3, nigga check my balance, I flip something, I'm always gonna land on my feet, I know some big hats, you thinking you try me, and get high blood pressure, you salty, it's IV, big hammers rung, a lot of candles sprung, portraits and manus hung, live on channel one, I don't care where you from, shoddy spit, karate kid, vine clip, goddamn Daniel, son, his head is smeared, knock his noodle out, I never cared, marinara, smear him, they like, who the spill spaghetti here, better fit, anything you want, I bet I sell it here, please, nigga, Trust these keys gonna take you everywhere. I was only 17 thinking Medellin. Meek Mill to the fiends. I was selling dreams on the project steps, moving medicine. Every Martin Luther next to it like Paretic King. Huh? Well, we, we, we still rock? Hold on. Hold on, 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 hold Something about this gunplay, like a model. It ain't meant for the runway. Yeah, dude, dude. Like, get. <clears throat> Hover, home of the spitters. New York, home of the spitters. Like, the metaphors, the punchlines, the segues. There's levels to this shit, man. He got one more thing he say about drugs, where he say something about... Now that I sold the cane, I'm able. Like Cain and Abel. Yeah. Hold up, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. Let me get back to it. Let me, let me. 
Right, I can hop. You want to see your baby girl breathe again? It's sitting about 350 even in. I'm about to make it 100 degrees again. Look at the colors change on the leaves again. Everybody the plug, man. Get them out, ref. How you the plug, but you can't afford the outlet? Matter of fact, shit, we gon' take this a little farther. How you claim you the plug and can't afford the charger? Set trip, you gon' catch this vibe. From your reckless pride, get your head split wide. When I step in with a tech this size, everybody on the floor like the electric slide. <laughs> D.O.T., we ain't nothing to fuck with. I be low-key, I ain't one for the fuck shit. I catch a nigga, it's on sight. Put him out of commission under my Timberlands, he under construction. Huh. Boxing approach when niggas see you. Once we lift up his rope, we get in his ring too. Ooh, I don't think you know what I mean, nigga You gotta lift up the rope to get in the ring, nigga That's word to my Aunt Tootsie, they all pussy Press me, it ain't in the calm, now talk to me <laughs> Pinocchio, I wish you would, son Geppetto can't turn you to a real one On top of the hill, turn on the milk run For real, son, I'm talking about millions Over millions, it's ill, niggas change over green Like a chameleon, it's pound Looking around like when the bill come uh, Hell yeah, we could get a deal done As long as the money's squared like Sicilians Dot mob, we come and they touch shit. Cause we HIV, nothing to fuck with. We got more beats? Alright, look, this is more beats. Trap closed, nigga. Nine o'clock. But don't worry though, I got a after hour spot. I'm busy trying to find LeBron on the cable. And the fan then that blew half the grams off the table. Once these bitches seal, we gon' ship them like the navel. I can't owe, I need my bread whole like a bagel. Grandmother said, go to church, it'll save you. Open up the Bible, so the cane, now I'm able. Dude, he, run, he, he, he said, under my Tim boot, it's under construction. Come on, man. He rhymed Geppetto. I mean, <laughs> come on, man. This is what I'm talking about, man. We get greasy with this shit. We animals, nigga. From New York, nigga, Harlem. West Side, Manhattan. What we doing? Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens, Boogie. I'm saying, fam, know what it is, God? Come on, man. New York home of the spitters. Y'all niggas step up. Rap game garbage, son. Y'all niggas is garbage out here. You ain't spitting bars, man. Woo! I'm hype, nigga. <laughs> I'm hype, nigga. I'm sweating in this motherfucker. All right, that's it, man. Uh, Hits 101, thank you. Please, this T-shirt, y'all. $10, a lot of money, Andy Comedy. On Instagram. Hit me up. Instagram. I'll send you the... I'll send you the Check out our Patreon page too, man, because we really, I've been dying for y'all to see that Arnold Schwarzenegger cartoon, The System Fucker, which I forget which episode it was. We put that on, but I, I wanted to put that out. Of course, Instagram would ban me if I did it. Uh, it's on our Twitter. What is our Twitter page? Do you know? It's, I think it's Spears and Steinberg. Spears and Steinberg. Look it up on Twitter. It should be there. Yeah, uh, The System Fucker. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, andycomedy.com. You can find my social media, uh, ariespears.com. You can get all his. Uh, what else we got? We got some masks. If you go on my Instagram page, you can get... Uh, you got to wear your mask, man. Might as well wear ours. And uh, check out, uh, my, my again, my app I'm coming out with uh, at ariespears.com called Ari Spears Movie Madness. Download it. Play it. Let me know what you think. This is important. Uh, same bad time, same bad channel. Next week, right? We'll be yeah. in Miami, of course. Well, no, they're listening to this. We, oh, well, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're so in Miami on Friday. Yeah, yeah, Miami on Friday, and uh, uh, next Wednesday we'll have that episode, and then Thursday we'll have another email. Uh, so there we go. Yeah, Bronx, Brooklyn, nigga.
Jennifer Lebel.